0: Let me know what we're looking like. For level, we should be live. Let me check it out. Guys, come on in. We should be live right now. Oh wow, it looks solid. Welcome into the J&B podcast as we're getting set up here as we speak. I'm gonna share it on my page right now. Yeah, press that share button. Everyone at home, really good right now we got a tripod things are looking way better than what I used to be Um, I'm ready to dive in if you are I'm ready my name is Bobby Levine as always and join back for the first time since I want to say early April Sam Block now a junior at Ohio State the Ohio State Uh, this kid was as busy as possible this summer Uh, you got done with school in the end of April early May You went to Israel for birthright. Yes,
1: sir. How awesome was that? Oh, it was incredible, man. Israel was an incredible country, safe, beautiful. The food was delicious. Great time. Oh, the food. Don't get me started with the
0: food. I was there three times. And then right when you got back, you jumped right into your internship. You were working in New York City. Yes, sir. At a company called Overtime.
1: Please explain what that is to all the viewers out there that don't know what that is. Of course. Overtime. You got to jump on this hype train if you're not on it yet. It's an awesome company located in the Dumbo section of Brooklyn, New York. And it's a digital media startup focusing mostly on high school basketball, but also diving into high school football and everything else, honestly. But it's the next generation. For the next generation of sports fans, this is what you're going to be seeing. It's a big time network with great people working for it, hungry people, motivated people. And they're really just covering all different kinds of games all different kinds of sports and putting it out there to the fans and letting the fans see the best high school athletes but most importantly the best high school athletes as people and their personalities not just them on the court but off the court as well it's the next big thing
0: and folks this isn't isn't something little like when you followed me on the instagram page and i got to watch the video clips you were making Fan base and the crowds at these facilities are absolutely
1: packed. You were talking to me on the drive over. What park was it called? Dykeman. So Dykeman's like one of the biggest streetball tournaments in the entire country, entire world. And it takes place in the Inwood section of New York City towards the Bronx near Harlem. It's crazy. The atmosphere's insane. And Overtime was there every single night filming the games, getting these crazy highlights, interacting with the fans. And honestly, it's just the, it's a it's bigger than just a brand. it's a it's a culture. It's an environment that you've got to be a part of. but you were saying there was more than just fans like n b a players were showing up to this, oh to yeah, Jalen brown, Terry Rozier, Trey Burke. Tyreek Evans, these guys, they want to check out the best talent around, and there's no other place to do it than Dykman, man. I mean, New York City, high
0: school basketball, athletes coming up in the summer, they have no school to worry about. This is probably what
1: you want to see right there, for (laughs) sure. Absolutely.
0: All right, for this episode, we do want to apologize, we're not going to dive into the MLB. I wasn't expecting this Dan Murphy trade going to the Cubs, and then Matt Adams going to the Cardinals earlier today. We're going to dive into that next week. It's gonna be right before the September call-ups it's gonna be right before the playoff wild card spots start really heating up the dog days of summer coming to an end we'll dive big time into baseball next week for this week we're gonna talk major keys on college football as we are pretty much a week away from opening night Uh, that'd be Thursday huge games going on the first week we'll talk about the top 10 the biggest surprises we'll see in that top 10 and hopefully at the end of the year and then we're gonna talk about the Urban Meyer situation, it's coming to a close tomorrow, luckily for all of us people in Columbus have been waiting for the last two and a half, three weeks. And then we'll dive into the NFL. We got a lot of QB questions. A lot of teams are finally shuffling through week two of preseason. We'll be diving into week three. The biggest week of preseason football is this week. We got some sp- surprise teams coming out, and then who are we going to pump the brakes on as well? So we're going to dive into college football right now. Again, this is Sam Block. Joining me, I'm Bobby Levine. This is the j and Podcast. Let's go. AP Top 10 came out a couple days ago, or if not yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a change from the coaches' poll that came out about a month ago. Why are we saying it's a little bit of a change? Most of the time, the polls are right next to each other. Well, this Urban Meyer situation came out after the coaches' poll, which has a little change up. Alabama is number one, and Clemson is number two in both the AP and the coaches' poll. In the AP, it's followed by Georgia. Wisconsin has a first-place vote. That is very surprising in my opinion. Then Ohio State rounds off the top five, followed by Washington, Oklahoma, Miami, Auburn, and Penn State. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Anything, I mean, obviously we're very early on. It really doesn't mean anything until you start playing your games and who wins and who loses. But coming to this, are you mad? Are you happy? What's your thoughts?
1: Well, jumping right up to the top, Alabama-Clemson, that's how it should be. And I'm an Ohio State student, I'm an Ohio State fan, but listen, unbiasedly, Ohio State, right now you don't know what's happening with the coaching situation. Dwayne Haskins can be phenomenal, yep. he's unproven. Alabama, national champions, best team in college football last couple of years overall, they should be number one. Clemson, with Kelly Bryant coming back, they are stacked along the defensive line, Lawrence, they have all these guys, and Dabo Sweeney knows how to win. Yeah. So one, two, I have no problem with that. They've been the best recently, and that's just frankly the truth. In terms of the three through five situation, I think the coaches' poll got it more right. Okay, I think Ohio State, it's. The brand of Ohio State is so significant. Every single year they're contending, other than a couple years ago when it was 6-7 and seven with Luke Fickle. Yeah, it was an interim year. Or exactly. Which, by the way, still should not have happened. He no. should not have gone 6-7 and seven no. at the Ohio State University. But I think the coaches poll got it right. Three Ohio State. See, Georgia's one team that I think you have to pump the brakes on. You think you're going to pump the brakes on the team yes. that's been pretty much top three recruiting for the last five or six I years? I think you have to pump the brakes on Georgia. I'm not saying Georgia can't win a ton of football games and be great, but you have to pump the brakes on them just a bit because they lose Sony Michelle, they lose Nick Chubb. You can't just expect a team to immediately be excellent right off the bat when they lose their top two running backs when they lean so heavily on the run game. Jake Fromm was a freshman last year, he played really well for Georgia, and a lot of people think he's like the next big thing. I want to pump the brakes on that just a bit. I want to see him do big things before people just assume he's going to be great without those two big-time running backs. That's my opinion. Although, one more thing before you go. Go ahead. Kirby Smart at Georgia is doing is doing his thing. So Georgia, overall, the next 10 years, is going to be a great football program. I'm just saying, right now, I want to see something before people start going crazy, thinking that Georgia is going to be the SEC top for the next 10 years. Not just yet. The problem with... A P and the coaches
0: are, these guys are so high on the SEC and they've been high on the SEC for not one, not two, for the last ten plus years, which they have the right to be. But you gotta look at the Big Ten in the postseason last year, they went seven and one. The only loss was Michigan and South Carolina. Okay. So you look at the top of it, Ohio excuse me, the Big Ten was left out of the final four with Wisconsin, and Ohio State being right there on the cusp but mm-hmm. not making it. Both those teams went out in the bowl games and got big wins. Ohio State throttled USC. Miami got beat bad by Wisconsin with no quarterback in the horny brook. Mm-hmm. Michigan State's returning 19 of 21 starters. And then obviously you have the wild card, in my opinion, with Penn State and Michigan. What's going to happen with Harbaugh? Harbaugh, in my opinion, is on the hot seat. He's won one game against his rivals in Michigan State a couple years ago. He's not never beaten Ohio State. And then you have Penn State. They just lost their probably best athlete that's come through there in 10-plus years, now running with Saquon Barkley out in New York. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen with them? A lot of questions of the Big Ten, but you always have Alabama there and the SEC holding up, and then the last couple of years, you think Georgia's going to be right there with them? They could hold the brakes, but they're playing in the SEC East. The SEC East is so weak. They've got to play Kentucky, South Carolina. They're going to run over Florida. That's why they have him so high. They're recruiting every single year, like you said, Kirby Smart, mm-hmm. an Alabama coach prodigy. We'll see what happens. That's fine with them being three. I have a problem with Wisconsin being over Ohio State. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wisconsin at four over <sighs> Ohio State's very silly. We saw what happened with a beat up JT Barrett last yeah, year in the Big yeah, Ten Championship, and no, no, no.
0: we didn't do anything and we still beat
1: them. Right. No, that's just the AP poll making weird statements. They think Wisconsin's better, and the first place vote is ridiculous. Jonathan Taylor is a hell of a running back. Their O-line's going to be great, as always, and they're usually pretty sound defensively, and coaching-wise, they're there, too. The thing is, Wisconsin, over the last couple of years, they've never consistently been better than Ohio State. No. They beat Ohio State here or there, maybe. Ohio State is consistently the top program in yep. the Big Ten. There is no reason whatsoever that Wisconsin should be ahead of them. And, and they got a first place vote! Yeah, no, that's It's that's, all about the running game, though. They're, they're, no, they're they, going to be good on the ground. They, could, they, they could have a Heisman Trophy candidate. Yes, that. no, they do. They're going to be good on the ground. They shouldn't be ahead of Ohio State. But, I don't mind the Big Ten having some top spots. That's fine with me. Also, Wisconsin being up top like that it gives Ohio State a chance for a quality win also another team that I want to talk about moving down the list is Washington so Washington yeah. is at six in both it's the polls. highest
0: Pac-12 team yeah
1: I have no problem with Washington being that high Jake Browning's the real deal Chris Peterson's been doing an unbelievable job at Washington from Boise State yeah. going to Washington he's been fantastic and they should run the Pac-12 this year I think Washington has a chance to make the playoff Okay, so we got a question
0: coming in from Aaron Sugarman. What do you think, nice. guys, think about Michigan's final record? What will you, will it be?
1: I like Michigan this year, and I listen, unbiasedly, Michigan's going to be a good team. As you said before, Harbaugh's on the hot seat. He needs to win. He's going to win. Harbaugh's a great football coach. Michigan would be crazy to fire him. I don't care how bad he's been against some of the top programs in the Big Ten. Harbaugh, you saw what he did with the 49ers. He's a big name. He can recruit. Michigan is only in the conversation right now because they have hardball. So, Shea Patterson's going to come in from Ole Miss. I think he's going to be good for them. He's got to be the starter. He oh, has to be the oh, starter. Of course. The yes. question I have with
0: Michigan is their schedule. They have a very, very tough schedule. Mm-hmm. It's tough in the beginning, right off the get-go. Not, only, not an easy game with Western Michigan or SMU as they play week two and three. They come out at... Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame, this is a make-or-break year with their coach, in my, in my opinion, with Kelly. Their ceiling was a championship game in 2012, 2013, when they and got slaughtered by Alabama. They were the number one team that year. They were undefeated, running through everyone. And then after that, it was just a downhill slope. They made tougher restrictions on recruiting and getting guys into that program. Kelly's not happy. You see Harbaugh right now. He's on the hot seat. So it's two coaches going at it. And I think that Notre Dame has more to prove that game than Michigan. If they lose and they're not in a conference, so to speak, they've won loss, they're going to get jumped by
1: a conference champion with one loss at the end of the year. That's week one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not buying Notre Dame. I never really do buy Notre Dame. They get so much hype every year because of who they are. Notre Dame hasn't been Notre Dame in years. And last year was fluky the whole entire season, in my opinion. I knew they were going to lose at the end. That first week, I'll tell you something right now, it's going to be an overrated win for whoever wins that game. It's a top 15 matchup, everyone's going to be going crazy. Michigan, Notre Dame, all the public eye is going to be on this game. It's going to be overrated. Whoever wins that game at the end of the year is going to have that top win. It's not going to be that impressive in my opinion. And I agree, though, with what you said about Michigan's schedule. They're going to be better, though, because... They have Rashawn Gary. They have a lot of big dudes right now. They've recruited pretty well. The problem, though, as you said, they play at Ohio State. They play at Notre Dame to start the year. This is the three games in a row.
0: October 13th, they play Wisconsin at home. Mm -hmm. That's a bruiser game. That game's going to be 17-20 or 21-14, whatever. It's going to be low scoring. The following week, they go at little brother, Michigan State, who's beat up on them the last five years. Michigan State will beat them. Very At tough. Home, Michigan State will beat them. They get a bye week and then they go back home and play Penn State. Mm-hmm. Those three games, I can see them either going one and two or two and one. I don't see them winning all three games in a row. I think it's too tough in a row. The game I'm worried about them, not even those three games, The week, bef- two weeks before Wisconsin, they go
1: on the road September 29th at Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern's not getting any love. Northwestern no was a good football team last year. All. They that brought back a ton of starters. Northwestern's going to be a good team. And just to talk, Mike Tackett, he, that's a great point, Mike. Nebraska's going to be good. I like what they did bringing in for Not us. this year. I think a couple years from yeah, now. Yeah, but they're still going to be feisty. They're going to be hungry. Yeah. The same, you know, I'll give you another team that's going to be a lot better than people think. And that's P.J. Flex, Minnesota Golden Gophers. I'm telling you, when you bring in a coach like that, when you bring in a guy that's so hungry, so young, so gritty, you don't just lose. You don't just lay down to these big boys. Minnesota and Nebraska are going to be upset teams all year long. Now, what you said about Chip Kelly and Herm Edwards, I don't necessarily agree. Kelly, when he was at Oregon, was fantastic. I think he needs some time at UCLA. Herm Edwards, he's been a great Analysts in, on ESPN. I'm not buying that he's going to come into Arizona State and turn them around. It's the around. same
0: Gruden situation in Oakland. Yeah, they've been out that for either, so long. I think they lost. And he's bringing the, the pro life into the college life, which never meshes well. And you never can bring the college life into the pro life and control these kids. Mm-hmm. It's very tough. They're in a weird situation. The Pac 12 is so rocking and up and down. Oregon was so good a couple years ago, they're so bad now. Oregon State has been atrocious. You have pretty much Washington, and if USC can
1: be okay. And Utah, the Pac-12 is so overrated in my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Pac-12 is not that good. But let's move down the list a little bit. You got a team in Oklahoma, which is very interesting. Kyler Murray, their quarterback, taking over for Baker Mayfield. That's a tough shoe to fill. And honestly, the one thing I'll compare it to, though, is when Deshaun Watson left. Everyone thought Clemson was going to take a little bit of a step back. Kelly Bryant comes in. They're just fine. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm not buying that Kyler Murray's going to come in and be Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had one thing on his mind that was football, football, football. He was a walk-on. He comes in. He he dominates. He got in
0: trouble, though, the year before. He was a little too intoxicated. No, no, no. Yeah,
1: no excuses for that, but Baker Mayfield's a winner. You bring in this guy, Kyler Murray, he's great. He's a sick athlete. He has one thing on his mind. That's playing for the Oakland Athletics next year okay he said that he's playing one year of football then going to the MLB where Good he got drafted this is my thing though he doesn't have football on his mind we'll see I think Oklahoma could be a team that may under perform this year okay i want to go back to the question though, with the Michigan record I can see them going
0: 8 and 4 or I can see them going 9 and 3 I don't see them doing any better than that I don't trust Harbaugh as a QB whisper he hasn't proven anything to me uh, they're gonna come out hungry I think they do lose week one in Notre Dame um, I think they do get tripped up by either Northwestern or obviously the Big Three in the row with Wisconsin, at Michigan State or home against Penn State, and then they're gonna lose Ohio State at the end of the year in my
1: opinion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise some people right now. I think Michigan's gonna go 10 and two. Who do they lose to? I think they're losing at Michigan State and at Ohio State, and I think they're gonna come into the year. They're gonna beat Notre Dame on the road. They're gonna beat Western Michigan, SMU, Nebraska, at Northwestern, Maryland. And then they're gonna be six and zero going into a game against Wisconsin at home. I think Michigan wins that game, goes seven and zero. Then they play at Michigan State, I think they get their first loss. Okay,
0: so now I have to ask you a question on that though. You say ten and
1: two. Obviously they don't make the Big Ten
0: championship because they lose the two powerhouses in Michigan State and Ohio State, who at my opinion both view, in the Big Ten East. East would have yes. better records than that. Yes, them. I agree. Is Harbaugh then even hotter on the hot seat because not only did he not win the Big Ten East again, he finishes behind Little Brother Michigan State and the arch rival Ohio State he then his record goes up again, I think it would be 1-7 at that point against rivals that's what they brought him in there for Mm -hmm. they didn't bring him in there To make the Big Ten championship. They brought him in there to win national championships. You're not even getting the Big Ten championship. Yeah,
1: here's my thing, though. Who are you bringing in to replace him? That's the question. It's not Harbaugh's problem. It's not Harbaugh's problem. If Harbaugh can't win these big games, that's a big issue. But... It's just, it's not him because who you can't bring anyone in that's going to be better than Harbaugh, louder than Harbaugh, have more of a recruiting edge than they Harbaugh. They care about winning, though. I know. So they could fire him and get the next guy who's not going to be as good as him. This is my thing. People always fire. Teams, organizations, pro, college, they fire coaches too fast. Don't fire a guy who is then going to be a really hot candidate for a job that if you're for example David Fisdale okay he's he's a coach for the Memphis Grizzlies he's doing really well then they fire him then he's like the hottest guy on the market and the Knicks go get him yep. if you're gonna fire a guy he should not then be a hot guy on the market he should be a guy that no one wants same thing with Toronto Toronto yeah, yeah Dwayne Casey that was ridiculous you don't fire a guy who because of his peers they call him Coach of the Year. That's ridiculous. Eric a- Sugarman goes Bob ridiculous. Stoops. Yeah, well, Bob Stoops, that's I don't know. That's a coach
0: you can replace we'll him with. They they, those rumors were going around when Urban first came out, like they're going to fire Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the market. Bob Stoops is right there. Right. That's, we'll a, see. that's, a, that's an iffy one. I mean, that, again, they're, they're Michigan. They're going to go for the biggest name possible. Mm-hmm. But, again, they brought him in there to win national championships. And finishing fourth in the Big Ten East was not on what – the agenda
1: they had going on with them. I agree, but if they go 10-2, and two, I think they're going to be just fine because they've been, they haven't been that good in the past couple of years. But let's move on to the next couple That's teams. Fine. We'll move down on the list. Miami had a great year last year with Mark Richt. That's a good. That's a good team. They're gonna stay right around eight to fifteen, but I don't see them making too much of a jump. I gotta give a shout out again. Last podcast we had my best friend Scott
0: Horvitz, now the videographer, main videographer for the Miami Athletics down there in Coral wow. Gables. Wow, that's big time. He's been telling me these guys are coming out hungrier than ever. The U is back. The Swag U is back. They got week one against LSU. That's a top 25 matchup. That's going to be a
1: good game. We'll and, talk about that
0: next week big time. Okay,
1: yeah, we'll talk about that. But one thing about LSU, I like LSU. I saw them getting overhyped this... Uh, I saw them getting criticized this week for being an SEC team that shouldn't be in the top 25, and they just want Bama to have a big win. I see where people are coming from, but Same. as a Big Ten guy, again, I'm going to be unbiased. LSU's going to be good this year. Joe Burrow coming there it in. it is. Finally... I'm telling you, finally, LSU has a quarterback. Their problem has always been no quarterback. Joe Burrow comes in. LSU's going to be a good team. I love Coach O, Edward Geron. LSU, defensively, running always. game, wide receivers, they're always sound. But their quarterback's an issue. This year, it won't be an issue. No, that's, the, really, only, that's the only they're issue really good. they've LSU's had the last good. four
0: or five years is the quarterback. Yep. It. Was it Etling they had a couple years ago? Stinks. Or? Horrible. That's the reason why they lost it. it was oh, they had, they've they've early on. for years. For years. This yep. is the quarterback they need ex-National Gatorade Player of the Year back in 2014. Talking about LSU, we got a question from your buddy, Isaiah. Yeah. Uh, not a question, a comment. Hawaii should fire uh, Nick Rolovich and hire Les Miles. And Les has been out of the game for a little bit. Yeah, That's well, a coach
1: that could have went to Michigan as well. Yeah. That's cool. a big-name guy. Yeah, I don't see Stoops taking the job like Michigan. I could see Les Miles taking that job. But I've got... Talking about Hawaii, it just said the way Hawaii has fallen. Remember, remember, like a decade ago, Hawaii was like a good football hey, team to Ryan, watch.
0: A quarterback, exactly. They were undefeated. They played Georgia, yeah. I think it was in the Sugar Bowl, yeah. and they
1: got throttled. But that was like they're Hawaii pretty irrelevant now, th- though. So it's kind of weird to see. And I don't think Les Miles would take that job. I'm no, sorry, Isaiah. I did, yeah, Isaiah. Um, I say he's only taking Michigan or a bus. Yeah, no. Thinking. So, yeah, I mean, that's my opinion on the top ten. What you said about Penn State is going to be interesting. How good is Trace McSorley? How good is he without his two top receivers? Mike Isicki at tight end. Deshaun Hamilton, wide receiver. Without Saquon Barkley, who also can catch the ball and make plays. Penn State's going to be good. Their team's too good. Their atmosphere's too good. James Franklin is too, too good. McSorley's too much of a winner.
0: You like James Franklin.
1: Oh, I love James Franklin. Oh, Oh, I love James Franklin. But... But Penn State is another team they have to watch. Them in Oklahoma um, and Georgia, I'm not sure if they're going to live up to the hype with losing some of their big-time guys.
0: Well, Penn State, they got lucky. Their non-conference is atrocious. They play Appalachian State at Pittsburgh. Real
1: quick, I got a couple people I know that go to Pitt, including my friend Jake. Ahead, say it. Pittsburgh remember, Pitt sometimes pulls some big upsets at home. It's week two, Penn State that's a trap game. I think Penn State wins that game but it's a big time trap game. 100%. Because nice game. Pitt, Penn State in Pennsylvania, they want to have a rivalry they there. They a backyard rollback. That's what you've been waiting if for. If Pitt wants to make any noise this year, they win that game week two. I don't think they do. It's going to be a close game. Yeah, they got Kent State, horrible Mac team, mm-hmm. at
0: Illinois and then Ohio State at the very end of September. So they got a I mean, they're early on. I guess you can count that pick game at Pittsburgh as a tough game, then at Ohio State, then they played Michigan State the week, or two weeks following, so they got some tough games early on. We're about to find out how good they
1: are very very early on, excuse me. Yeah. Real quick, one bold, upset pick that could happen, and it's going to be tight, it's very, very unlikely, but I have a weird gut feeling. At Indiana, when Penn State goes to play at Indiana towards the middle of the season, that's a sleeper game. That's the week after Michigan State. I'm telling you right now, that's a sleeper game. Indiana's always solid. They don't get any noise because they're never that good, but they consistently perform decent in the Big Ten against good teams. At Indiana, that's a sleeper game. I like
0: like Indiana when they play Michigan. They usually play Michigan tough. I don't Mm -hmm. know about Penn State. We'll see. Penn State, again, big wild card team, losing a lot of pieces from last year, but also bringing back a lot of pieces, as you said. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at a team outside the top ten that has
1: some, I guess,
0: eye razors on that one. What what do you got got on
1: that Well, one one team that I'm surprised that's so high, Florida State. So Florida State had a ton of issues last year. They're coming in at 19. Again, Florida State's been a great program for the last decade, and honestly, almost decades, decades, decades. But Florida State last year was atrocious. I can see where people are coming from, though, because remember what happened two years ago to Michigan State. They went terrible. They were like 3-9, and nine, awful. The next year they rebound. They're pretty much just as good as they were in past years. Florida State could do that. They get Jimbo Fisher out of the way, who I think is a great coach, but that was a little bit of a weird situation. They bring in a guy in Taggart that wants to be their Willie Taggart. I could see Florida State getting back to Florida State football, but 19 is a little high for me just now. I, I wouldn't put them so high when you have a team that was so bad last year, lost by like 30 to Boston College. Yeah, well,
0: Coach Willie Taggart, he's a Florida boy. He was gone for a year from South Florida up in Oregon. Literally first ship out, he said, I'm done with this Pac-12 BS. He went back to the ACC, back down south where he is, southeast. I'm interested in seeing a Texas A&M. Jimbo Leaves. Ooh. They've got quarterbacks over there. He does wow. well with big-name quarterbacks. He had some huge-name quarterbacks at Florida State. Emmanuel Sanders was in the, in the, uh, played for him. Was it Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill. Florida State guy. They have, obviously, James Winston. It's just some big name
1: guys. I don't like Texas AM. I I I don't know. They're playing in the SEC. No, West. no I don't like. You Texas get to play
0: Bama. You all you need is one upset, and then it's like okay, we hired him for the right reason. They A&M, gave him
1: so much money though. AM never seems to come over the top. One team I'll tell you though, another team in Texas, Texas. The Texas Longhorns can make some noise this year. Tom Herman, he's getting into it now. He's not in his first year, or second year. He's really, oh, he's really developing his talent. He's recruiting the way he wants. Tom Herman's a winner. He'll do anything to win, as we see. I'm telling you right now, Texas Longhorns, watch out.
0: I was wrong. Tannehill played for Texas a and
1: Yes. So, okay.
0: I said Florida State. But I want to give a shout-out, though, to Michigan State. I think Michigan State, even though they're 11, is the most dangerous team outside of the top 25. Them and West Virginia. The only team, yeah. in my opinion, that can make a run in that Big 12. They have All-American Will Greer coming back as quarterback. They run the high-powered offense like every Big 12 team does, and I think their defense is different from Mm -hmm. the Big 12. I think they have some run-stoppers up front that can make some noise. In my opinion, obviously there's going to be one team at the end of the year that's going to be a top-10 Big 12
1: team, and I think that will be them. West Virginia, the one thing is, I don't know why Will Greer is getting so much hype. I'm not buying it yet. He's been there for 15 years. I'm not buying (laughs) it yet. Will Greer is getting too much hype. He has not proven me anything so far. I could see him being a good quarterback. But the thing is, in the Big 12, they don't play any defense, so I think not some right. of his numbers will be inflated. I'm not buying him as a true guy that should win the Heisman. They have a
0: huge back-heavy schedule. They play Tennessee to begin the year, so you can get a big SEC win to begin. yeah Tennessee's like it, 500. It is, year. but you got all the biggest fandom pretty much in college. Their fans are ridiculously loyal. Then they got They're Youngstown. dumb. They're dumb. They're, They're dumb. Very, dumb. They're like,
1: dumb. was a great hire, and they botched that one.
0: Youngstown State, NC State, and then they got the rest of their schedule. But then the very end, of, they play... The last four or five ge- or five the four, three or four games excuse me, to play at Texas, like you just mentioned, Texas in the Big 12, mm-hmm. TCU at home, at Oklahoma State, and then finish at home against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Those are the best four teams, in my opinion. Big time games. Big, yeah, time games. Big time games. They'll lose
1: at Texas. I'm calling it right now. They'll lose that game. Every team in the Big 12 will have at least one loss. Yeah, them. they always they'll beat each other 12. up. None of them are ever, in my opinion, top, top, top teams. All right,
0: so biggest disappointment inside the top 10. Who do you think is going to fall by the end of the year?
1: Yeah, I mean, a team that I could see falling is, uh, you start us off. Who do, you, who do you think is going to fall? Well, there's so many Big Ten teams and SEC teams. I don't
0: think Auburn's going to be that good, They're ranked number nine. I think Washington's going to fall at number six. Clemson, everyone's so high on Clemson. They always have their mess-up game in October. Can they go perfect this year? Because I think Florida State's going to be on them this year, Mm -hmm. or the ACC, I think it's the Coastal Division. I forget what division they're in there. Mm -hmm. Clemson could be a big disappointment. they got a quarterback tandem right now they're looking at.
1: I disagree. You think they're the lock? Yeah, yeah. Clemson will be just fine. A team that I think could maybe not perform as well as people think is Miami. I know I talked about them before being a solid team that programs back. But at the same time, last year they were fluky for me a lot of the year, and I don't see them repeating it. I think Mark Richt has the program where it needs to be in terms of the next five years. They'll be back in terms of top 15 type team every year, but I don't see them as a college football playoff contender, and I think some people do. I do not.
0: Does Alabama lose the game this year? In, regular, in the regular season or SEC championship game.
1: Uh, Alabama will get back to the playoff. Again. Uh, they'll get back to the playoff. And honestly, Alabama needs to lose twice to even be considered to not be out in the playoff. Because they, they always are in the playoff pretty much no matter what.
0: Um, Last year was iffy. If Ohio State didn't lose to Iowa, Ohio State gets in over Alabama. If they didn't lose by
1: 30, yeah. If they lost by like 10, they would have gotten in. Yes. But yeah, Alabama understand. won
0: the title. So. Alabama, yeah, they, they shut everyone up just like Ohio State shut everyone up yep. back in 2014. Exactly. We got a question coming in. Okay, perfect. What about UCF? Keep they asking get, they questions. They go undefeated, and last year they beat Auburn. Yeah. Auburn's now ranked in the top 10. If UCF goes undefeated again, they are they
1: knocking at the top four? No, nah, I mean, if UCF goes undefeated again, they'll make the top four. If they go undefeated two straight years, but they won't. Scott Frost was a great coach. They lose him. UCF, I like the
0: American Conference, man. No, I'm
1: not, I mean, look at what happened to Florida Gulf Coast. It's kind of similar in basketball. They had that storybook thing, and people thought they were going to be consistently that good. They're not consistently that good. They lost Andy Enfield to USC, and they drop off a little bit. UCF's good, and I like them. They're not going to be as good as they've been. One team that I think you need to watch out for in terms of the small teams not to be a college football playoff contender by any means but just see, very interesting team is FAU. Florida, Atlantic. Oh the Owls man. with Lane Kiffin. That's a coach I wish you can go for. A lot of people, yes, a lot of people think Lane Kiffin is trying to win, 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 win so we can get out of there, get a big time job. I think that's what's gonna happen this yes, year. Yes, you know, he
0: could have left this year though.
1: No, it's gonna happen. He's, it's gonna if happen. He's, like, listen though. He's enjoying I'm, gonna the nice bowl, weather. I'm gonna
0: give a bull statement. He goes on undefeated this year, and then I think he plays Ohio State coming up.
1: They do play Ohio yeah, State. They do
0: play Ohio State, but I'm just saying like... He won't be there. No, I don't think he'll be there. I don't think he wants to be there by then. But if he did stay
1: around, he can get a monument down there by, for him. I, I could see Kiffin taking a job in the SEC. Like, it, like, a, like an Ole Miss, I I mean, like, a, like a Mississippi State, like a Tennessee. He's the, that he is school. a coach with a huge
0: question mark around him. I love what he's doing down there. For him to even say it, this year is nice, which I love. I mean, a guy mm-hmm. like that, especially in a program like that, they can run the table. We'll see what happens. We'll see what like happens. FAU, Keep asking
1: I... questions, people. Yeah, Keep sharing it. We love it. We love it. We love it. We have. We're happy for your support. Wow, we're happy with your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Let's talk about Final Four predictions. Yes, you got Alabama in the Final Four. Yeah.
1: Who wins the Big Ten? I'm the Big going, Ten team is not going to be left out one I'm yet. going pretty chalky. I got Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, but then maybe a little bit of a surprise I got Washington. I think this is going to be the what? first. Yes, I think there's going to be four different conferences represented for the first time in a while, and I think that's the way it should be most of the time. I think that's what's going to happen this year. I got, again, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Washington. In that order? I got Washington as the four, I got Bama as the one, and then yeah, I I think there's a bias towards Alabama and Clemson. So yeah, I'll go Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Washington in that order. Okay, I can
0: agree with you on Alabama and Ohio State. Big question mark in the ACC. Is Miami going to be back this year? They're not going to be good is enough. Is Florida State going to, if they trip up, gonna man, be it's going to be a toss-up. I, I want to see week one. I'm going to come back to a week one if Miami looks good against LSU. If they destroy LSU, and I'm high on LSU this year, watch out for Miami then. Uh, if not, we'll have Clemson in there, Ohio State, and then I think West Virginia might be knocking on I think the Big 12 team, not Oklahoma, will be in that Final Four picture. But I think the committee wants to have Ohio State, Alabama going at it. I think the ratings are out the roof. Like mm. Every time, to- I mean, the Last time we played back in 14, that was the most watched college football game in history. I mean that game was insane the kings of college football going at it. It was what it really is. I understand mm-hmm. Clemson's great in the last couple of years. If you're going back to generations, you're going to Alabama and Ohio State. Yeah, yeah.
1: Clemson Clemson's good and they've what Dabo Sweeney has done with that program is honestly sensational. So I can see Ohio State being a four or three going against Alabama as a one or two. Okay.
0: I would love to see that happen again. Okay. Um if I mean, say Wisconsin runs the table and they got a first place vote in the AP if they run the table lose Ohio State in the championship and it was a close game, throw them in. I want to see them against, in that situation. Their defense is so raw. Their running game is un- their offensive lines bigger than a lot of pro teams. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable what the pro- what they do there is just they're always the quarterback plays just below Ohio State mm-hmm. and that's the reason why they always lose. But We'll see. We're a long way away from there. We have a huge decision coming tomorrow here
1: in college football world, Mm -hmm. especially in Columbus with Urban Meyer. We'll see if the decision comes because they keep pushing it back. Something was supposed to come Sunday. Now it's supposed to come tomorrow, Wednesday. I'm hoping we get some news. Do you think he gets fired? I don't think he gets fired because I'm hearing that the likely scenario is that he gets like a two-game suspension, something like that. But we'll see. (coughs) We'll see. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. It's like Urban Meyer supposedly pushing back against a suspension. I don't, with what I currently know, I don't see how he can get even suspended. I mean, the fact if he were to get fired, with what I currently know, be ridiculous it because would be ridiculous. Zach Smith was never charged in twenty two thousand nine or two thousand fifteen. Urban Meyer kept him on his staff. Think there's got. I have a huge issue with domestic violence and uh-huh. do not condone it at all. But if Zach Smith's currently an innocent man. Right now, I don't see how Urban Meyer was supposed to definitely fire him. There were reports that he reported it to higher ups. So if Urban Meyer did what he had to do, I don't see why they would fire him. The only reason they'd fire him is if they succumbed to the media pressure and the national pressure and didn't want to look bad. That's what they're talking about, the, big time. The thing is, like I just—it's Ohio State and Urban Meyer. It seems like he did the right thing in terms of what he had to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Again, Zach Smith, he could be a terrible person, but he was never proven guilty yet. Yeah, so you, how, you why, why would you fire him? He's
0: innocent until proven guilty. We've talked about that before in the podcast with Brett Campbell, who was on it before you. I want to give a tweet. I, again, you don't know what you can believe and not believe in the media nowadays, especially with how biased everyone's been on the story. You're either pro-urban or against Ohio State and Urban Meyer. R.J. Bell... A reporter out of Vegas tweeted an inside source said Urban Meyer is pushing back hard even against a short suspension. Both AD and the president, politically weaker than public thinks. He thinks he's already done enough time as he's been out for the last couple of weeks. He mm-hmm. hasn't been a practice. He hasn't seen his his boys. I mean, those are these are his kids. Yeah. And the season's less than two weeks away. Right. And he has not been there yet.
1: I think Urban feels that he didn't do anything wrong. So if he didn't do anything wrong, and if they can't prove he did anything wrong, then he shouldn't be punished just because of McMurphy reporting this story. And if I could go report a story, and a guy shouldn't just get punished for that. So, yeah. listen, if they find that Urban Meyer did something significantly wrong, he should be suspended. He yep. should be fired. Period. Yeah. But if he didn't, he shouldn't be. Yep. Period. So we're. I'm curious to see what we find out. As an Ohio State guy, I'm hoping for the best, but again, hopefully it works we're, out. We're not
0: getting paid. I think they're getting paid like $4,000 an hour or something like that, these guys. Wow. I think, yeah, I think it's like the I, I forget. They were talking about 97.1, the fan, how much you're getting paid. It could be more than that, but uh, yeah, these guys are getting paid a ridiculous amount of money to do their research and dive into this investigation. Hopefully, they get the right answer. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else in college football before we jump into the NFL? We'll talk more about week one matchups, the spreads next week. Take your money to Vegas as betting will be legal here very shortly. It's going to be legal in Jersey soon, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. There you go. All right, well, we're talking about the NFL now. Preseason week two finished last night. The Colts and the Ravens finished that off. There's question marks, big time around quarterback play there. Mm -hmm. Going into week three, the biggest preseason week possible the starters are going to be playing the most time possible here before they make their major cuts and you'll pretty much figure out what your team looks like right now four teams I want to talk about the QB roulette Cleveland Browns the Buffalo Bills Indianapolis Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Mm -hmm. let's dive up stay in the same state let's go up to Cleveland the mistake on the lake (laughs) they got Baker Mayfield they drafted him number one overall yep they go out there and they trade for Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor now, mm-hmm. who takes the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs for the first time in more than ten years. Now everyone in Cleveland's like, "Oh, Baker Mayfield's played great the first couple of games. Put him as a starter. Hugh Jackson's on the hot seat. They're on hard knocks. It's a burning dumpster fire over there in Cleveland. In exactly. my opinion, they went 0 16 last year. They lose their best." Offensive lineman in history in Joe Thomas, they don't replace him with anyone. They got all these weapons. They're bringing Des Br- Des Yeah, Des Bryant in to talk about wide receivers if they're gonna let him come in. What is going
1: on in Cleveland? Well, in terms of the quarterback situation, Hugh Jackson has stuck to what he's been saying this whole time. Tarod Taylor, which is now what he wants to be called. Oh, yeah. Tarod Taylor is gonna be the starter. Yes. And he's gonna be the starter all year, pretty much, is what he's saying. So listen, what Cleveland's done is very confusing. First they go and sign Carlos Hyde, who's not an old back, he's a young back, he's a talented back, he's from Ohio, everyone loves him. Then they still have Duke Johnson, who's more of a receiving back, but talented. And then they go and draft Nick Chubb, who most people would think could be a starter right now, okay? So what do they want to do at running back? Then they sign to Rod Taylor, trade for him, they pick Baker Mayfield at one. They pick him at one. They didn't pick him in the first round. They pick him at number one. Saquon
0: Barkley sitting there at number two is the best
1: combine forever. Look what he's doing with the Giants. No, I know. But the thing with the Browns is it's very confusing. And the only thing I could think of is they think to themselves, listen, we've been a mess for years. We can never get it right. Let's bring multiple guys in at these important positions and maybe one of them will work out. So if Terod Taylor flames out, then we got Baker. We're not doomed. We're not doomed. If Baker Mayfield looks like he can't be a professional quarterback, we got Terod Taylor. In terms of the running back, same type of thing. That's what I think they're thinking. Unless they're just... It's weird. If, Tar, if, Terod, if Terod Taylor has a great year and goes like, it's not going to happen. If he goes 10-6 and six for the Browns, okay? Stop. No, no, no. You have viewers are going to believe this. It's not going to happen. But if he were to go 10-6, and six, what, are you going to just not play him next year? What are you going to... Like, you're finally good. You're just going to trade him away I just don't see what Terod Taylor is. He's not that old. He can still be a quarterback for a couple of years. I don't see why they have this huge like, controversy going so on So right Hugh
0: now. Jackson's in a spot right now where they brought him back. After the last two seasons, he's gone 1-31. Mm-hmm. That is the worst NFL span record-wise in history. I mean, that is god-awful. Mm-hmm. Not Hugh Jackson's fault. Yes yeah, so and no. He's still the head coach. A lot of the, a lot of those answers go back. Like one of the reasons why go back on him because he's the coach. Yeah. They don't have a good quarterback play. Whatever. They bring like you said two quarterbacks in like this. The Browns fandom is so quick. Even Dorsey when he was down in Tennessee, like flip on the quarterback, like get him out of here, get him in, get him out. The question I have now is like you said, what happens if they start out well? We saw it back when they went, they started the season out seven and four, and that's when Johnny Manziel was the backup. Put Johnny in. Put Johnny in. They put Johnny. In, they finish eight and eight. Like they, it blows my mind to see how quick they are to pull the trigger on a quarterback, whether he's do, playing well or not. They're gonna. You gotta realize you went zero sixteen. You're not a good team. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna flip around and be zero and sixteen to ten and six like you were saying. They have a long way to go. They have a lot of my friends Browns fans wise are like six and ten. You won zero games last year. Be happy with winning three or four, which is a huge improvement.
1: Well, they're a completely different team, though. That's the thing. They bring in all these weapons. Carlos Hyde, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry is the real deal. They get Josh Gordon back. They have all these guys, and maybe even Des Bryant. And you got Njoku, who looks good at the tight end position. And you finally bring in a quarterback. And Tyrod Taylor, who took the Bills, who aren't that good of a team, to the playoffs, although it was mostly LeSean McCoy, and you get Baker Mayfield who could be the next big thing in Cleveland. So I see why Browns fans are optimistic. I got them going five and eleven, but again five whoa. Yeah, I have them going five and eleven. And quite frankly, I think the Browns themselves would be disappointed with that. I mean, they think that
0: they're at least a five hundred team. What is the most important position in the NFL? Quarterback.
1: I would say the offensive line. Quarterback. I know why you think the offensive line, but it's quarterback. But if you 100%. have a quarterback
0: and you have no offensive line,
1: then who cares? The Colts went eleven and five with Andrew Luck three straight years with not with no offensive line.
0: Uh, and their defense was a lot better than the Browns. They had pieces surrounding him that made him well. They also they didn't have no offensive line. The offensive line through those years got horribly worse, and then you saw mm-hmm. when he got hurt, it just crumbled. Mm-hmm. Now they lose a Hall of Famer and Joe Thomas, and replace them with nobody. Mm-hmm. Who is going to protect these quarterbacks? Because Terod Taylor isn't a pocket passer because he could scramble. But if he gets hurt, you're bringing in Baker Mayfield with no experience. Mm-hmm. This team can go from bad to worse so quickly, in my opinion. You're looking at their schedule. These Browns fans want to win and win. Now you have the Pittsburgh Steelers right off the get-go. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be Pittsburgh they never have beaten Pittsburgh, and not, it's, gonna, it's not going to happen right now. At New Orleans Saints, weapons everywhere in there. Mm-hmm. They've got an offensive line. They've got Drew Brees, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Then they've got the Jets. If they lose to the Jets and start off the season 0-3, I think they fire huge. I think they'll pull the trigger right then and there. They've got, they came in with so much hype. If you go to Vegas right now and see the AFC North teams, who's betting the most, the Browns have been picked more than any of the other three teams. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a first-round bye last year, and they're not picked to win the AFC North. What
1: are the betters thinking right now? Well, the Steelers are definitely going to win that division, and certainly not going to be the Cleveland Browns. But I see why fans are excited. This is my thing, though. Me saying they're going 5-11, and like I said, that's not that crazy. That's, they should go. They went go. 0-16 last year. That's they nuts. Should, they should go at least 5-11 with the talent that they have. Their problem was quarterback, they addressed that need. They should win five games. If they and if they win five games, they shouldn't be happy either. They shouldn't be happy. When it going five and eleven is Do not they good. keep Hugh at five and eleven? Do they yes. They do. They keep Hugh at five and eleven be, oh, you know what? Dude, that's horrible. Uh, that's a, that's no, a, oh man. I don't know. It's just like what are they expecting out of him? Ken Harbaugh.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They have the Steelers, the Saints. That's 0 2. The Jets got Donald. They're looking okay. Well, the Jets at home. They
1: should win that game, the Browns. They should, but they didn't win a single game last year. They then you got. The, at Oakland. No, but the Browns. They're going to play
0: horribly on the West Coast. They got the Ravens, who are looking. Flacco's got a second
1: win coming with all these quarterbacks behind them. The Browns are going to be a different team than people think of when they think of the Browns. Oh,
0: man. The they'll Browns, be okay. I can see be the okay. I have
1: the Browns going 2-14. and 14. Listen. If not, they can,
0: I don't know who they're going to win if they don't win these games early on because then they got the Chargers. Chargers are going to be the best team out west. you got then the Buccaneers and then Jameis is the back. The Buccaneers stink. Yeah,
1: but I still think the Bucks still beat the Browns. Listen. Then you've got the Chiefs with Mahomes, Atlanta with... Chiefs with Mahomes are a question mark, and that's a game at home for the Browns. They could win that game. Listen, five and eleven is not that impressive. I don't think they're going to be that I good. I don't see them going anywhere close
0: with the <laughs> schedule they play. They're playing with, I, the NFC South, in my opinion, is the best conference. I out know you're there. a
1: Bengals guy, but the Bengals are not going to be good. And the Bengals, that could be two wins. I don't think they will beat the Bengals twice, but that should be at least if one. If the Bengals lose... That should be at least one win. The you're crazy. The Browns... Were cra- we play them later in the year when the team's <laughs> going to give up. The Browns should beat the Bengals once, and they should beat the Ravens once. They should beat the Jets at home. You're they, drinking the Kool-Aid up North, too. The listen, Bengals are making the playoffs this l- year. No chance at all. The Bengals could be one of the worst teams in football. One. You're insane. They
0: have just as many weapons as Cleveland, and they have a better defense at Cleveland. You're saying they're going to be worse than Cleveland.
1: I didn't say they're going to be worse than Cleveland. You're saying they're going to be one of the worst teams in football. That means they're going to be below 5-11. Listen, no, actually, that's a thing that I think this year. I think I do not think there's going to be many terrible teams. I think there's going to be a couple teams that are like between four and seven wins, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of three, two, one, zeros this year. Maybe even it at makes all. Makes the game a lot because, better than Yes, because you got a lot of teams that just aren't that bad. You got the Buccaneers who should win some games with and Mike Evans, and those and Gerald McCoy and those guys. You got the Bengals who. You think you're going to be a playoff team? I don't think you're going to be yeah, good, buddy. but still, they have Dalton, they have AJ Green, they have Joe Mixon, they have Eifert if he could stay healthy, John Ross if he could stay John healthy, John Ross. But then you have then you have a team like the Cardinals who are a question mark. But still, you got Fitzgerald, you got David Johnson. So all these teams that may be terrible, really, I don't think are going to be terrible.
0: Okay, um, I think the Browns will be the only bad team, and then you're for a The Browns are going to be garbage guys. I'm sorry, they don't win more than. Four game. I have them at three games winning. If they get lucky again, they win on early. They can listen. They beat the Jets. They're gonna they're gonna win some games. If they don't though, if they're gonna fall into the same relapse they do every year, they just give
1: up. Listen, Pittsburgh at home week one. I am not gonna pick the Browns, but do not be surprised if the Browns win that game. It's at home. If they're... the Browns
0: win that game, I will
1: never say a bad thing about the Browns the rest of the season. The Steelers a lot of times. Listen, I sometimes Bell, they sad. sometimes sleep against bad teams, and the Browns at home are gonna be all fired up. I could see the Browns coming in and beating the Steelers that game, and everyone in Pittsburgh freaking out, even though Pittsburgh. Will be the Bengals just got fine.
0: the Colts week one. I think we can handle the
1: Colts. I don't know. Listen, the Colts are gonna be solid this year. I'm telling. If the you. The Bengals
0: win week one. You gotta
1: start buying the Bengals bandwagon because we're making the playoffs, folks. Listen, the Colts are gonna be good this year if Angela can stay healthy, 16 games, but they didn't look too good last night in the preseason. That's, I'll tell you that That's what I'm saying I'm looking at Andrew Luck Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts Okay
0: Let's talk about the QB roulette there They got Jacoby Brissett behind them mm-hmm. Who did he, Who was he before? He was behind Tom Brady the GOAT mm-hmm. he, Well he not, was behind Jimmy G and Tom Brady Jimmy G is now the highest paid, second highest paid player in the NFL Or the high, highest paid player for you Which one it is he gets his chance last year. I think this guy could be a starter somewhere. I think he's got the ability. He just hasn't had the opportunity. You can't say, oh, we saw him last reset. year. Reset?
1: Yes. I think he's got all the tandems there for him. He had the opportunity. The last year? Well, it wasn't a good opportunity so, because what, he came in really... Quickly to not a great roster. Had no time to plan and was just forced into it. And he did pretty damn good. The yeah. Colts only won four games, but honestly, Brissett had him in most games. They yes. could, they could have went. They could have gone. Should beat the Bengals. They, they lost could, the Bengals. They could have gone eight and eight. Now, if Brissett had gone eight and eight, it would have looked better for him though, because yeah. Brissett played very well last year. But he did have his chance last year. If he had gone eight and eight, nine and seven, he would have had a starting job this year. A
0: huge no not with the Colts, but with somewhere else. Did you hear what happened earlier this weekend? What team came out and tried to trade for him in second round? Well, there was reports that Seattle there
1: was... offered, and obviously that was had... a that was a report. Chris Ballard, the coach GM, denied it.
0: Indianapolis knows they got something there. Yeah, that's good,
1: and they know they're playing with a
0: a fragile piece of glass with Andrew Locke. Piece of gold. And glass. Diamond, we could say. going to get roughed up, though, is a problem. He likes getting hit. Of course, you don't root for injuries, but the problem is the guy likes getting hit. He likes throwing outside the pocket. He likes to run. You can't do that if you're going to try to be a great quarterback in this league. You stay in your pocket. You stay in your lanes. You don't leave the lane. Tom Brady does it very well. Drew Brees does it very well. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning did it unbelievably well. These guys couldn't run. They didn't want to run. They don't want to get hit. Mm -hmm. Throw the ball away. Andrew Luck's the exact opposite. reason why we're in year 6 or 7 with him and he's been hurt and didn't play a single down the last year. So, big questions there in Indy. Can he stay healthy?
1: I hope he can stay healthy, and honestly, it's a very big risk. Last night when he got sacked, I was very nervous. Terrell Suggs knocked him, but One. Andrew Luck got up. But I will say, listen... He says he's healthy. I think that last year, if the Colts were in the playoff conversation, he could have played. It's that he was he was injured enough. They didn't want to risk anything. They were bad. They wanted a high draft pick, and there was no reason to bring him back. Uh, okay? But this year he comes in. He's fully healthy, hopefully. I think the Colts, if he could say healthy, could be a playoff team. I do. Okay. Let's go up north
0: on another lake there in Buffalo. We've got a lot of questions now. Agent McCarran reportedly broke his collarbone last preseason game against the Browns then he didn't break it supposedly and he's going to be going back to practice soon now in my opinion he's going to lose his starting job on that um there was a lot of storylines obviously he was playing the Browns last week Hugh wanted him bad he knew what he had in Cincinnati with with A.J. McCarron a former two-time national champion for Alabama but they draft Josh Allen Wyoming quarterback Similar demographics-wise, from Wyoming to Buffalo, very cold place to play. Completion percentage not that high. In my opinion, he's gonna get the start. If not, he's gonna be right behind Peterman. Mm -hmm. Peterman, in my opinion, should not be playing quarterback. Can Josh Allen
1: succeed in this offense? A team went 97 last year and made the playoffs. Josh Allen could succeed with this team, especially because he has LeSean McCoy running the football. But I don't like Buffalo that much. I think Buffalo is going to be one of the worst teams in football this year, believe it or not. I don't know how they were a playoff team last year. I really don't. How don't you know? What do you mean? They they They're not that good of a team. Shady, they had... Hurrah Taylor. Their defense was solid. They're not that good of a team. Buffalo doesn't scare me at all. They do have a good head coach, but Buffalo doesn't scare me at all, and I don't love either of their quarterbacks. I don't love McCarron. I know you're high on McCarron. I do not love McCarron. Josh Allen I don't love just yet. He needs some time to develop. Coming from Wyoming, random team to the National Football League. So, don't love Buffalo's quarterback situation. I think it's going to be a little bit of a mess. I could see AJ McCarron playing some weeks. I could see Josh Allen playing some weeks. I think Buffalo will be a bad team. I think they're going to go like 4 and 12 5 and 11. I
0: look at Jacoby Brissett as the same thing as AJ McCarron. Just never have an nah. opportunity to shine. Nah. McCarron had the playoff game one against Pittsburgh. Was, I don't like McCarron. It was a done deal until the the defense of the the Bengals just imploded with the personal foul penalties instead of Pittsburgh for a game winning field goal. I don't want to talk about that. I'll start crying. But McCarron Played well in in short weeks of getting the starting job in that year. The Bengals finished 12 and four. You think he lost one game on the road in Denver and they forced overtime? Denver was great. Denver has been great. I mean, mm-hmm. not not recently, but they were great back then. I think they won the Super Bowl that year. That's when they had Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. He took that team to the overtime in Denver on a Sunday or Monday night. Mm-hmm. He can play in big time games. He's won national championship. He's got his composure. Let's. Give the guy a chance once he gets healthy.
1: Well, yeah, he could have a chance, and that's a good bridge to have. You get McCarran in there so Josh Allen doesn't have to start right away. So if McCarron's healthy enough to play, they should start him week one, see what they have with him because he is still a young guy. But I'm not sure if he's the reason Alabama was winning. National Championship. No, well, I'm not saying not that's you. the yeah. reason.
0: No, they have, they have great coaches, great running backs, but I'm looking at it. He still got the general. wins, though. He never, you know,
1: he, he never, win. he. You're looking, you're
0: looking at Alabama now with Jalen Hurts. They're in a cute, even though he's never lost. They're still tossing up quarterbacks behind him with the guy from Hawaii. They yeah, never, to it. They never, they never even mentioned a backup quarterback with A.J. McCarron. It was always McCarron. It was always Mc- whether he played well or not.
1: He was still their guy. You know, he was steady. McElroy, same thing. But these guys don't, don't always translate to the NFL, as you see with a lot yeah. of top college. Yeah, quarterbacks. exactly.
0: But I'm looking at the defense for the, uh, Bill. Second-year Traveius White had a great rookie season last year. Yes, he year. did. Micah
1: Hyde had interception after interception. They got guys. They all added over. Vontae Davis at corner two. Yep. Ex Miami Dolphin, ex Pro Bowler from the Indianapolis Colts. He's looks like he's on the back end of his career. Had some injury issues. You still get a name but like he that. gets another chance with Buffalo here. I think he will succeed, and we'll see what happens. And then offensive wise, you got Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin's okay. Well, he, is, he has a big ego. I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know about ego. He just isn't like his old quarterback at Cam Newton, who also has a big ego. I. That's I'm not, not. I don't think Calvin Benjamin's that great. I. Loved him in college. He looked like he was going to be a promising young player. I don't love Kelvin Benjamin. Okay. I like yeah. Devin Funches better, who's on the Carolina Panthers now, who pretty much replaced him as the number one guy.
0: And the last thing I want to talk about is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Team's in a weird spot. This is one of the last years for Jameis Winston. He's coming in once again on a suspension. Mm-hmm. They've tried with him. They've tried, tried, and tried again. Same thing as Marcus Marriott. They came in together. Right. That was 2014. Mm -hmm. Both rookies, one and two in the draft classes. Mariota got to the playoffs. He won a game last year. Winston has never made the playoffs. I think
1: this is the last year they had to take a chance with him. They both underachieved. Mariota has not been that good. Winston has not been that good. They looked promising. His rookies have not really impressed me since. It's honestly a little weird. You look back, RG3 and Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has been a sensational quarterback. RG3 was healthy. Hold on a minute. RG3 was great for a year and then has busted out in terms of injury issues. Andrew Luck, honestly, recently hasn't done anything because of injury issues. So, four top-tier quarterbacks that all need to have solid rebounds. RG3 probably won't get a chance right now. Andrew Luck needs to rebound. Mariota needs to rebound. That's a tough division. I think one of the top two divisions in football. Jaguars, Titans, Texans, and Colts can all win ten games, and Mike Riley's coming in as the new coach from Ohio State. Yep. Tennessee's interesting; they need Mariota, but we're going to the Bucks right now. Jameis I mean, Winston's been. James Winston has not impressed me at all. Mike Evans is a stud. Winston has not forced him the ball enough. They haven't had a great roster around him. I like Noah Spence. I like Gerald McCoy, but honestly, they've been a mess. I think the Bucks are going to be a bad football team. I think they're going to go like three and thirteen. And I think Jameis is not going to have a great year. And they're going to look at him and be like, listen, this may be the end. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is a decent backup quarterback. He should be okay while he's filling in for Winston. But Winston's their guy. There's no controversy there. They got
0: weapons. It's weird. They got Mike Evans, O.J. Howard from Alabama, who was a top stud tight end. O.J. Howard's good. They got Cameron Brake, too, at the tight end position. Not a bad player. They've got... Deshaun Jackson, running back is an iffy thing. Their defense, also a toss-up. Can they play well? Like you said, they've got guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. They play, in my opinion, the toughest division in football. you got Atlanta, very good. It was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. you got New Orleans, who's
1: high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. And good defense now, too. And you got a big question mark in Carolina. Yeah, but always usually solid. Yeah, yes. no, that's a that's a tough division, very tough division, and I know that you wanted to compare it to the AFC East, right? Yeah, but so I think,
0: I think both these divisions are gonna have a wild card team come out of it. Which ones? Both the the East or the 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 a, excuse me. The NFC South mm-hmm. will have a, a
1: division winner mm-hmm. and a wild card. Yeah, and then going back to the Jags, the South, AFC, AFC South. South, both South, both, both oh, South. Oh, of course, I could see that. I could see those divisions getting three teams. In fact, I think the AFC South is going to get three teams in the playoffs.
0: Woo! you're high on Jacksonville.
1: I'm not that high on Jacksonville compared to most people, well, but like I think the they'll be a playoff so team. You're high on them. Most people think they're going to be a Super Bowl team. I don't. It's crazy. I don't. Blake Bortles is not going to leave. I same. don't. So that's the weak link. I think out. Jacksonville's going to be a playoff team. I think the Colts are going to be a playoff team. Honestly, though, I'll just say it, it's going to be Tennessee. I don't buy completely, so I'm going to go with the Texans as my third team there. I think the Deshaun Watson's the real deal. Love DeAndre Hopkins. I like what they're doing there. But then you, then you move to the, the NFC South. You got the Falcons are good saints who are good i think the saints are going to be a super bowl team
0: they can be they can be and i think they will be they have to go on the road in a very cold environment drew Brees freezes up he's playing in the dome eight games a year he (laughs) plays against tampa one of them which is not a hard road game because it's so warm you also go to atlanta for another road game which is also in a dome and then carolina's
1: not that cold. No, so I get, know. You get very, very nice weather games there. I so know. I mean, that's where you get wins. You yeah, Drew Brees, the Drew Brees, though, isn't the quarterback he always was. He's very efficient. He gets the job done. He's a winner. But he doesn't need to put up the crazy passing yards he once did. you got a guy in Michael Thomas who's such a great wide receiver, and he helps out Drew Brees a lot. But then the rest of their wide receiving court isn't great. you got Ted Ginn Jr., who's obviously a proven vet who gets his job done. He's not going to pop off much. Then the rest of them kind of weak. The thing is, you got Alvin Kamara, easy yardage for Drew Brees, great young back. Mark Ingram coming off the suspension, which he'll be there for the bulk of the season. That's why. And the Saints, they got Marshawn Lattimore. They got a great defense. I like the Saints a lot. I like them a lot. Okay, so you're high on the Saints. Yes.
0: For the last time, we're pushing an hour right now, so I want to wrap this up. We'll have a couple topics we can bring back to the NFL before the season starts in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Who are you pumping the brakes on?
1: I'm pumping the – well, first of all, can I go to the AFC? East? That's fine. Do it. Absolutely. Because we want to talk about how weak that division yes. is. And honestly, it's kind of similar to what Alabama's done. Alabama's been the top of the SEC. The rest yep. of the teams are trying to chase them. It's a whirlpool. It's a vicious circle. They can't catch them. They're all kind of, eh, they're all kind of 500 or worse. Same thing happens to the AFC East. Everyone's trying to catch the Patriots every year. It's going to continue this year. The Jets, yeah, they may take some steps forward. They have been solid. They have Sam Darnold. They got McCown. We'll see how he is. Robbie Anderson. got some good players. Crowell from Cleveland. And then you got Darren Lee, who I like, of course, from Ohio State. You got some good defensive players. The Jets aren't going to be that good. Bills, I talked about before, aren't going to be that good. Miami... Two linebackers from Ohio State, Jerome Baker, who's been on the show before. Big shout-out to Jerome Baker. Absolutely, and Rayquan McMillan. So I like their linebacking core as the two Buckeyes. But as a team, I do not like Tannehill. We talked about him earlier. I think he's washed up. I don't think he's that good. I do not like Miami as a team. So that's why the Patriots continue to dominate that division. The rest of the division continues to be weak, weak, weak. They're very weak. Uh, We'll
0: see what happens. I think they absolutely run away with that division. I think they are going
1: to be 12 and 4, 13 and 3. I think the next team maybe going to be better, 5 and 11. Yeah. But you wanted to tell you want me to tell you who to punt yes, the brakes on? A couple, I'll 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 talk about a couple teams here. All right, so one team that I have to punt the brakes on is the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes to me is not proven. Again, I keep talking about things that are not proven. What makes people think that Patrick Mahomes is going to come in and just take right over? Remember, Alex Smith was solid. He had a great year last year and Patrick Mahomes Everyone thinks he's going to be the next big thing. I'm pumping the brakes. This guy has not proven anything to me yet. People talk about his supporting cast. Tyreek Hill's a stud. Travis Kelsey's a stud. Kareem Hunt. Spencer Ware. I get it. Still not buying it. Pump the brakes on them.
0: The reason why these people are so high on them is because Andy Reid. He is a quarterback whisperer. He's brought teams to the playoffs that shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Alex Smith, I mean, before blowing that game against Tennessee, he was going to be... In the second round of the playoffs, with Alex Smith as quarterback, this guy hasn't proven anything to me in my opinion. He finally it blew it, unfortunately, but he's been far in the postseason. He's been in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid. He knows what he's doing. Mahomes is a quarterback from the Big Twelve, pretty much playing right there in the in, in that Kansas City, Missouri area, right there in Big Twelve Country. He knows how to throw the ball. They say he's got one of the best arms in the in the league. But again, can it translate I'm gonna stay high on them. I don't think the division's that good. I think Oakland's be very bad. I think the Denver Broncos
1: are gonna fall. Maybe stay where they are, eight and eight, nine and seven, if that. Remember they brought in Case Keenum though, which is one of the most interesting. Are you lines. high
0: on Case Keenum though?
1: Listen, I don't know what I think about the Broncos, but what I will say is that's a team that I think could surprise some people, okay? The Broncos have a good organizational leader in John Elway. They have a ton of talent. You got Demarius Thomas. You got Emmanuel Sanders. They're getting older, though. No, I know, but they've performed pretty well without quarterback play, and now they get Case Keenum, who lit it up last year. Again, he's not proven overall. He only had one great year, but he's hungry to prove that that was not a fluke, and I think that could be an interesting team. They have Von Miller. They have Bradley Chubb. Denver can be interesting
0: question on that one is Elway he's cited as the QB whisperer he had no quarterback other than bringing in Peyton Manning to win that Super Bowl think about it Mm -hmm. he had Tim Tebow before that they got rid of Tebow they brought in Manning Manning gets to the Super Bowl gets lit up by the Seahawks the next year it's a toss-up between him and Brock Osweiler Osweiler gets into the playoffs Peyton Manning has a horrible showing in the Super Bowl, and they still get it done with the defense. The defense has been the lockdown thing the whole time. They've got the best front sevens in football.
1: Nah. No. Well, the, well, I love Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, but Those the team's not the un- same it once was. No, you lose a no, guy like no, the team no. to leave yep. who, on the Rams. That's a team you got to look out for. Rams are very hot gotta stay if high. they can make sure donald comes back you got donald sue peters to leave then you go to the offense. you got cooks they got everybody they <laughs> definitely went out and got players yeah girly that's gonna be good i like and their coach is fantastic oh my god
0: one, one of the best play callers in football they're also gonna get two easy wins against seattle seattle is gonna be
1: bad okay so that's a team that i think people are also really writing off and they shouldn't write off just yet you got russell wilson who's arguably one of the best quarterbacks in football Pete Carroll's a winner. He just is. Their defense always performs. Everyone thinks their defense is gonna be terrible. I disagree. I think they're gonna be so- okay. You, you bring in some guys in Penny. You have Doug Baldwin. Listen, Seattle's not a team that is gonna be necessarily a Super Bowl team, but they're not gonna stink. I really don't think they're gonna stink. I think Seattle's gonna be okay. I think them and the Browns will be fighting for the worst record. The team I'm. Oh, saying, I Puff- totally disagree. Seattle's gonna be solid. Seattle's gonna be solid what with that crowd. You, you Griffin. You have you have guys. Guys got you have guys. one hand. Shaquem Griffin's a baller. Oh my goodness! And you got right. Shaquille Griffin. But okay.
0: Well, once you before we end this thing, I want to say I'm selling the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. I think they had the best run of last year in the postseason. Don't get me wrong. What they did was amazing. They have one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and Blake Bortles. The defense has been studly, but then you have Jalen Ramsey. He doesn't shut up. The guy just runs his mouth, and you're putting red X's all over you, man. What defenses are the best? The ones that keep their mouths shut. He thinks he's Richard Sherman. He's Sacksville. We're going to get the most sacks of defensive line, and we got Jalen Ramsey. These quarterbacks stink. You're calling these quarterbacks out. They're going to start picking you apart, and they're going to be trying to run up the scoreboard on you guys. You. Gotta keep your composure just because you had one good year as a wild card team last year. You can't come out and start balling out like that. Like,
1: make it to the Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl before you start talking like that. Well, last year, remember, he, sure he said, We're going to get to the Super Bowl and we going to win that. Yeah. Expletive. Yeah. So, he's very confident. I have no problem with that, but I do have a problem with what he was saying. Very, very cocky. And also, like, he's calling out some guys that you really shouldn't be calling out. Like, no, it's like. Flacco, overrated. Okay, fine. A He's got a Super Bowl that. ring. He will die okay, with more people... Super Bowl rings than All right, but a lot... Unless he leaves yeah. Jackson. Well, a lot of people say that about Flacco. But, like, some guys he was calling out, they're, they're pretty damn good. So, I disagree with what he was saying. Also, calling out Josh Allen. Like, the guy hasn't even played yet. He seems like a good dude. What are you, why are you calling him out? So, just unnecessary. And that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. Okay.
0: Anything else before we wrap it up? We're good. We've got college football next week. we got MLB to talk about. Sam Block is back in Columbus for the semester. I am thrilled to have you back, bud. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We'll have to make sure your schedule works out with this. We'll get it going again. Expected every week. Um, pretty Nothing big happening except Urban Meyer tomorrow. This weekend's kind of a quiet one with preseason football in the middle of it. Baseball's starting to get hot. Maybe a couple trades that could happen. Bryce Harper could be on the move soon. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys have any questions, message us. We'll be back next week as well. Again, loaded show then. Everyone out there, be safe and have a great night.